different um, beings that were not of this earth and oh, there's a lady that I, I used to go to her house and um, she we had a meditation and I could see this great big giant giant looking male that had like a red top on and a black belt and I, I said to her I told her what I saw and she says oh that's my guide he's an extraterrestrial and I said oh really so <laughs> the next week when I went to this lady's house she was late and my friend had said she said there was a great big thump upstairs and she said what is that and I said oh maybe you've left the window open she said no all the windows are shut she says she says there's nothing that it could be and I said oh I said it's this extraterrestrial guy that's the big tall guy and then the lady went and appeared and she says oh she said did you get my message she says, I sent my extraterrestrial <laughs> um, guide to tell you, to give you a message, just to let you know that I was going to be late. So, Heather, <laughs> my beautiful friend Heather, welcome to the show. We're sitting in my, my office space and having a cup of tea, talking about life. But today um, I'm very excited because... Um, a couple of years ago, I had you on another show that was more about self-care. And this is more about the ascension process and more the galactic side, kind of speak. And at that point, I met you as a clairvoyant. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so, but you also, you have such a strong connection with the galactic world. And you've mm -hmm. seen a lot and you experienced a lot. So I would love if you could tell um, the listener through throughout this interview about that and your experiences. And But first of all, can you just tell us a little bit, sure about yourself, your background? Sure. And you, the pivotal point where you came to understand, like, hey, you know, there's something more out there and, and I have to go this direction. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I was born in Scotland. And my mother was one of eight children, and my grandmother came and lived with us. And I had a very strong connection to her. And she fell over, and she um, broke her hip, and she ended up in hospital. And she got pneumonia, and I was staying with my aunt at that time. And she came and told me that she was going home. And I was really upset because I didn't want her to go. And she said, I've come to say goodbye. And she said that she loved me. So in the morning, um, my aunt came in and told me that she had passed away. And at first I was shocked, but then I remembered that she came and told me that that's what, what was going to happen. So that was when I was very young. And um, after that, I used to hear a lot of things like... Um, Heather, Heather, and I'd say, I'm coming. And my mum was was in the kitchen, I remember, with my uncle. And my uncle said, who is Heather talking to? And um, my mother says, oh, she's got a very vivid imagination. <laughs> so, um, and I was quite scared as a child. I was scared because I could hear people talking and, you know, that, that was very, um, quite foreign in a way because I was fearful. So it wasn't really till later on that I actually... Um, did a course that was as a psychic development uh, course um, it was 31 years ago really um, and it it was just really intrigued I was really intrigued by what what that meant and I always felt there was something else there and um, so you know I basically um, every I really look forward to the Wednesdays that we used to go to this lady's house and we used to look at auras and do um uh, psychometry and all sorts of things so it was really uh, fabulous and uh, her reason for it was she said that people's um, chakras were dirty and she, this course would help to clean them up and it would give you that connection to your higher self so I was totally in alignment with that and um, so after I did the whole two years and it was very an amazing experience and part of that was a lady who channeled this particular entity called Nathaniel and you could ask Nathaniel whatever questions that you wanted to. And I, when I was meditating at home, I had this voice in my ear saying, Good afternoon, Heather, and gave me a whole list of all the things that I'd been doing that day. So I was quite shocked. 
and I was told that this particular entity name was Strot, but Strot was not a, in a physical form, it was based on light, light frequency energies and lots of different colours which moved around in a circular kind of motion. So the question that I asked Nathaniel was that this particular entity that I was talking to, was that right? <laughs> and Nathaniel said, yes, affirmative. We know this entity under another name. So kind of, um, also lots of other things that happened, a uh, sequence of events that happened thereafter where that connection um, with other extraterrestrial beings became more pronounced and um, I went to a spiritualist church and they, I was told by one of the the people um, who was giving it was doing little readings for people she came over to me and she said what are you doing sitting there and I'm like well she said you're supposed to be up here doing what I'm doing and I'm like really so then I went to another spiritualist church which is very far away and the man that was addressing it and he came over and did exactly the same thing so I'm like oh okay I might have to listen to this <laughs> so I decided to have a, a little group at home and um, so I announced that at this other church and about five people turned up and I would I'm very um, good with my imagination so I would make up um, a kind of a meditation and people when they were meditating, then I would connect to people that had passed or their dog or whatever. And I would get messages for them and I'd write it down. And then when the meditation finished, then I would share with each individual, unless it was something very personal, um, I would share with them the, the information that I got and they could take the message away with them. And it kind of grew from five people to seven to 11 to 15 to 23 people in the living room. And it was a gold coin donation, so every week people were excited about coming. But there's one particular woman that was <laughs> always coming in late. And um, I went to, to bed, and at quarter past one in the morning, um, the alarm clock went off. And I actually picked the alarm clock up, and it was switched off. So um, I was a little bit freaked by that. <laughs> so And then I heard a message uh, in my ear. Um, we are sorry to disturb your slumber, but <laughs> so we do not want people coming in late when you've already commenced the meditation because it interferes with the the frequency and also um, they create what they call suspended animation. So I'd never really heard of those words before. Uh, so I decided... Uh, with that, that information that I didn't want to be woken up at quarter past one in the morning thereafter. So I made it very clear that people had to be come in time at quarter past ten, no later, or else you had to wait till the following week. So, and during the time with the meditation, I, I was told that they would be coming in and joining the group, and I kind of wondered how that, that would happen. So during the meditation, I could see them coming in from the middle of the, the roof, uh, into the middle of the living room and first they were little short guys with little white almost looked like plastic suits on and they were sort of strutting around the room going to the different individuals in the room and then they were stand in front of them and do their energy work so um, and there was all sorts of different uh, groups and, and subgroups so and then one of the ladies came for a reading and she wanted in particular to speak to her star family and I saw a woman, she was absolutely gorgeous she had hair that was like it was um, matted and it was huge so it all went round the front of her head and around her body the, her hair was the size of her body and she, her nails were like, it's almost like they were painted silver, <laughs> so she was stunning and there was a little these little guys that were with her, that were like half her size, and they were completely black, and it's like somebody had taken a tin of red paint and slapped it over the front of their nose. They all had the same colour of red. <laughs> so that was interesting, and I've seen um, another being that came just before I was about to do a reading, was really, really tall, with um, long brown hair and a beard, 
and I was a bit annoyed because I said, I'm just about to do a reading. Who are you? So, and I said, well, I'll go and talk to you afterwards. <laughs> so, and he morphed into a whole bunch of lights and into a ball. And then it would transfer from a, a ball back into um, this tall, slim male figure again. So, um, we had, and then I also had this, and I do have this guide, who is green with a bald head, big, big head, short and wears a little cape. And his name uh, is uh, Zoton, and I was asking where he came from, and he comes from a place called Zephatonia. So where is that? Do you think? I've, I've, I tried to look it up oh. uh, once, and it ended up there. Was, it brought a lot of um, viruses into the computer, which I found was interested when I tried to look at that. So I haven't kind of gone down that route thereafter. So, um, but very uh, interesting messages that he uh, would tell me. Like, the words compassion is come, pass I on. And, um, and he would say things like um, uh, the, about the ego and about, um, uh, see, uh, the, the, the ego feeds off that which has not been dealt with, which um, I found that was an interesting statement. So there's lots of things that he's, told me over time that resonate strongly and there's a lot of information that I would get during the groups that I would channel this information and then I would share it with the group but it was very much from a very heart-centered place and the, it was interesting with the group because um, I would try and make it different every week and I had a, a basket and I put um, free will offering in the basket so lots of oranges and um, I'd make it organic and put mandarins in it and, and some tumble stones and things so but that in itself uh, was a catalyst for change because people would then come and want to put free will offerings inside the basket and kind of work from there and also it's important to honour ourselves so I would have it uh, buy um, what do you call it uh, yellow flowers like marigolds and a bag of soil and I would get some little plant pots and I encourage people to go and take a, a marigold and plant it for themselves and put a ribbon round it and take it back for a Mother's Day or um, it was it was fabulous because uh, you know it's this is really what we're here to do you know to help help each other and just to it's part of part of what we call the ascension process and um, Sometimes we have to watch our words with that because it can. There's, there's also the descension, so it's still looking as into duality. <laughs> so probably the best way is to raise our frequency. Probably the best way to uh, address that. But um, yeah, so, so there's so many um, opportunities that was there for me to engage and connect with different um, beings that were not of this uh, earth and. Oh, there's a lady that I, I used to go to her house and um, she we had a meditation and I could see uh, this great big giant giant looking male that had like a red top on and a black belt and I, I said to her I told her what I saw and she said oh that's my guide he's an extraterrestrial and I said oh really <laughs> so <laughs> the next week when I went to this lady's house she was late and my friend had said, she said, there was a great big thump upstairs. And she said, what is that? And I said, oh, maybe you've left the window open. She said, no, all the windows are shut. She says, she says there's nothing that it could be. And I said, oh, I said, it's this extraterrestrial guy. That's the big tall guy. And then the lady went and appeared. And she said, oh, she said, did you get my message? She says, I sent my extraterrestrial <laughs> Um, guide to tell you to give you a message just to let you know that I was going to be late and we're like oh yeah we've got the message <laughs> oh so, god do you feel yeah. like sometimes as well when you connect and channel and get all messages are there different ways how they speak do they have different languages oh definitely I, and also even the way that they they many blessings be upon you is sort of like how they will switch the words around so that you know that it's not really 
how I would normally say things. And um, some of the words that they say I've never heard, so I have to look them up because uh, it's you know I never that I didn't know such a word exists. So it just existed. So yeah, and also um, there is a language. I did a, a meditation a few days ago, and um, I always see myself in a swimwear, um, and I'm running down like a pontoon, and I jump into water. I swim in the water, and then I see lots of trees and there's a bit of a clearing in the middle and when I went through the the clearing then there was a, kind of like a force field and I had to push hard to get, I got, get through the force field but when I pushed through it then my the swimsuit that I had on was just sort of suspended in animation <laughs> and I actually became fractals of light so and I was moving these particles of light along and um, seeing other beings that had really large eyes and inside a spaceship, what looked like a spaceship, and I asked if I want to take on another bodysuit for the time that I'm there, which I did. And then I could, uh, they were showing me uh, the material of the actual suit, and I was asking about why it was that particular material, and they said that, they investigate and they do scientific studies in other planetary systems. And they're saying that there are times when they do that, then their memory can get wiped. But they said the suit is designed so that it retains the memory. So when they come back, then they can connect to the material in the suit and it will retain the information. So, Was it all organic, that. you think, the material? Well, to me, it felt like it was synthetic. Oh, okay. but, um it's, I, I suppose it's it's out of this world, so it could it, maybe it's organic in their worlds. <laughs> mm, mm. You see what I mean? So, um, and a, another one recently that when I meditated, um, I went into this clearing again, and there was a green um, cave with lights coming from the ground up, and when I walked into it, I was looking at a wall, like a white wall. So I actually kicked the wall, and as I kicked the wall, then the wall would keep um, dissolving, and I just kept kicking it and kicking it and kicking it. So I went from green, light, blue, green, yellow, pink, all the different colours. So what I was doing is I was collapsing timelines, really. So I got to the other, the, to the end of that, and then I could see this great big ball uh, being inside, a bit like being inside the ball that you have in a Christmas tree. Um, and it had a, a little ridge on it. It was dark, dark blue inside. So I followed the ridge ha- halfway, and then I walked around into the middle of it, where there was a wooden table, and there was a woman with, I presume she's a woman with straight blonde hair and huge eyes, and then there was a, another guy who looked like Wookie in then Star Wars, and but his hair at the side was green and blue, and then there was my higher self and me. So, but the way I communicated with them in that particular time was I would hold, hold her hands and then she would download information and he would do the same. Telepathically. Telepathically, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's how I, I can see them and then that's where I get the information that's all telepathically uh, done. So I, I, when I write things down, then I go and I look at it the next day and I'm surprised myself that I've actually written it. No, because I, I don't even remember writing it. It was quite. It's very interesting, and but you know there are so many different life forms out there, and really it's all about love. This is why we're here to be love. People wonder why why am I here, etc. And you know why are you good, here? You think? Yeah, to be love. Yeah, I already am love, and I'm here to be love. So and to help shift. Um, into a higher consciousness, uh, this beautiful planetary body that we're currently residing in. But I do know that there's me and other parts of the universe <laughs> because we're multidimensional. So um, that's so, also Yeah, so in terms of the multidimensional, if we get into that a little bit, I would like to hear your view of it because... 
uh, we all talk about time and uh, that is linear and but it's actually mm. uh, my perception is that it's multidimensional because sometimes I can see myself in different lives at the same time yeah <laughs> and I ne- never realized that until a couple of years ago like yeah that's what's happening what do you think yeah. about time and how it works I think time's really a a construct but it doesn't really exist and you know, it's kind of, I mean, the Gregorian calendar and all how that's been manipulated and other to try and keep us um, a slave to time. So, and I do believe that, you know, past, present and future are all simultaneous. So we create this reality that we have here, but remember that, that there's a bigger picture. So um, time... Well, you know, I suppose where we're at just now, it does have a bit of importance. (laughs) (laughs) It's exciting times to live in, (laughs) I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. But I I agree, we're all, you know, what you're saying about times that you're tapping into your, where you're living in different time frames, if you like, but it's it's really all happening together. Um, And the more we tap into the higher awareness of that, then can uh, you know merge with that and and see what's happening within that sphere of mm. reference really because uh, do you also think that uh, the higher the vibration is and how everything is increasing now like the the vibes and everything yep. the faster things happen oh yeah i mean it seems to be it's speeding up regardless of whether you could connect that to time or not it just seems to be where we're at in the plasma field and um, this wonderful energetic frequency that seems to be surging itself through uh, the whole of this omniverse in terms of yeah with that as well because I've had uh, the past year you know it's been a very interesting year (laughs) and it will be more to come as well Uh, but once I started to tap into everything it just happens so far sometimes when I'm in something so it's almost like time stands still yeah. like and it's like bang 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 it's done like or, or if I'm gonna go to an event or something like that and I never end up going there and this sounds so crazy and I'm like I already been there like okay. I already processes I've been there somehow right. it's 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 kind of a weird thing that mm. happens and yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah I already process it I've been there do you feel? There you go. Yeah. Well, I find it. I have to kind of watch what I do with time because I kind of play with it a bit. And um, yeah, tell me so. about that because that was, because we <laughs> talked about this like that. You know, you can stop time. Like time has stopped for you sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm going late, which has happened a few times, then I actually ask. I say that you know, right? Okay, I want time to stand still because I don't want to be late. So then. Um, and it happens. I get there in time, and I've still got plenty of time left, and so that's all cool. And then when I get to the place, they said, "Oh, there must be something wrong with the clock because it's <laughs> going slow." So, well, I sort of had a bit of a hand in that, really. But you know, uh, so that time is—you can manipulate time for sure. You can. I don't know. So, no, uh, so, awesome. so being a uh, like have that kind of ability which I think you really have you have that extra ability to see things and hear things and all that because uh, ever since I met you like you know we go for a coffee and I said Heather you don't have to read into things now I know you see things all the time <laughs> it was just that time remember when we went to have a coffee and this blue being came in front of your face because they wanted to tell me something they, they, they wouldn't mm-hmm. stop oh yeah, <laughs> yeah they're like oh you yeah, know yeah. oh sorry they're just how do you uh how, how do you um, uh, divide your heather time and and work with what you do? Because you are a clairvoyant, and yeah, well, how do you relax from that? You know, can you tell them like you know, bugger off? Like, uh, uh, can can you do that? Well, I was. I mean, one time they came at night. They just morphed in the garden, the sky, and and I just said, well, look, you know, it's a bit late. Like it's half past ten at night, <laughs> so. Um, I'm going to bed. I've had a big day today. So you want to connect with me, fine and good, but we'll do it at a time 
that suits me, you know. So, yeah, that's it. I'll share a funny one with you. This is a, it's sort of going off the topic a little bit, but um, we had uh, during the group session that I had, um, there's a lady there, and she during the meditation she said, oh. She says, there's, there's this little guy that's come up. He's completely bald and he's got huge eyes. And he came right up to me and he was looking in my eyes. And, and I started to laugh. And I said, oh, that's Electron. And what is that? Electron is the name of an, en- an entity that, that comes when I meditate. And he went up to her. And she was explaining him exactly. Wow. She said, he's got blue eyes. He's short. He's got like a bald head. It's white. <laughs> And, you know, he's only about this height, about an eight-year-old child. I thought, yeah, that's Electron. So wow. that was really awesome that she um, made that connection. So oh, cool. Also, mm-hmm. I wanted to hear with you because uh, you talked a little bit. I had a session with you once and we started to talk about but- the butterfly people. Can sure. you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean... Not my session, but, you know, like your connection with the butterfly people. Yeah, they come in now and then. I mean, they come through a portal. They look amazing. They really do. Some of them are quite muscly. And um, I actually sat down one time and drew a butterfly, one of the butterfly people. And she started laughing. She kept pointing to her head. Because she's saying, remember the bits that come out the, the, the crown of my head? And I'm like, oh, okay then. So she was only satisfied when I actually had finished drawing those bits in it. Mm. So... But a very beautiful uh, race of of uh, people. Are they and tall here, or are, are they like in comparison to us? Are they tall I see or them little? Tall. Yeah, sure, tall. But they've got the most beautiful colours. They're blue and yellow and orange and just really vibrant colours, and just have a presence about them. Like when I did yoga, and um, they used to come in and they would be dancing around the room. So, oh. yeah, it's really, I'm sure there are just as many different species of butterflies as there would be butterfly people. Yeah. But, because um, they're, when you, it's really a microcosm of anything is that's a life form will take on whatever body suit it needs to take on for whatever dimension it's coming from. So, even with nature spirits, you can, you can see little, uh, Stones that have got eyes and kind of little feet, they kind of walk around in the in the, the elemental world. So, so that in terms of elemental, for to explain for people, oh, elemental, yeah, nature spirits. Yeah, that's more like, like earth. It's more like a earthbound. Would you earthbound. say or, or kind say of? That, yeah, yeah, I suppose you could say that. Yeah, but they they come in all different forms, really. Um, even I I did once a what do you call it, like a sweat lodge. And there was a, a fire in the middle of it, and they're putting hot coals inside it. And I was looking inside the fire, and I could see this little mini world. I could see little horses with um, an, an Indian man on top of the horse, a white horse. I could see valleys. I could see teepees, all sorts of things, all the movement going, do, going down in the horse. Like this mini, mini world inside the fire. So... There's so many different worlds that are there, that are all we're all kind of interacting in a way, because um, you know it's all about coming from the heart, really, and love. So, mm. but we're not really aware. That's the thing. But we will become aware for sure. We will, because it's unstoppable what's happening now, and uh, people are waking up, and people are now realizing that um, what they believed was reality um, isn't really and that's exciting in itself it's exciting because it's really not what you know, it's what you, what you don't know isn't it, that keeps adding bits of pieces to the, the puzzle you know so I always talk about when people come uh, for readings, I always talk about the invisible plane you know, like let's have a look at the invisible plane and see what's there you know and then I tell them that, and then sure enough, it, it manifests itself how I how I've seen it. Not always, but they change their mind, sure. But um, but that's exciting because uh, we we don't realise how powerful we are, and I find that wonderful. 
That's very exciting. It's a little bit shock to the system once we tap in, go on the inside to actually start yeah. to glow a little bit. And, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But when you know, you can't not know. That's it. And then you, there's more you can tap into as a result of that. So, How would you say, uh, if you could recommend for people how to tap into this process and unlimited potential and start to see things and start to learn more things about other worlds, what would you recommend to them? Like if there's any listeners that are new to this and they feel like there's something more out there and... Or, or people that are already a little bit used to things and, and, and start to see things. And, yeah, how, how, what, what can they do? Listen to your heart, I'd say. And also, there's been a lot of programming there. And there's fear and doubt keeps it out. So it's about trusting your own abilities. Fear and doubt keeps it out. Yeah, yeah I like it. that. <laughs> so it's about trusting your gut, you know, going what feels right. And we all know the difference between right and wrong. So it's tapping into the goodness of what we can bring in. And you that frequency of goodness, righteousness, um, pure intent will be matched. And if you ask for that, like I, I sat in the living room and I seriously thought, I really want to connect with extraterrestrials. And then I just was, I was drawing, doodling on a piece of paper and that's when the communication started uh, with me and it felt very nice so um, for people starting um, it's about as I say follow your heart but also uh, fear doesn't really achieve anything unless you're getting a tiger running after you in the middle of somewhere (laughs) then it's good to have a a bit of an adrenaline boost and (laughs) run away from it but you know, it's about really, um, if you want to engage with the other worlds and you're coming from the right heart space, then it will happen. It will be a given anyway. Because it's so easy in the beginning to, when you start to open up, like when I was 18, I was in, like, I was very curious about a lot of things and I started to follow people and I started to, uh, like kind of admire other people what they were doing and uh, be I was in groups and stuff until I kind of realized I can actually do this myself and yeah. I am the one that am the creator of my own future and my own reality uh, but uh, today I see too many people they're kind of really adoring admiring other people instead of look within and and Mm. and do their own things you know and i I think that's that was the biggest lesson i learned yeah that when it's yeah it's (laughs) oh totally uh you know that there if you start to kind of follow even the word follow others and then you start to fall fall, well follow yeah follow yeah Mm. and then you put them in a pedestal or whatever then um, it's it becomes intangible because you have the power and it's within you it's, it's all about relearning it's a relearning process because we've been taught that it's something outside ourselves that we need to you know a lot of the religions it's all about fear based you know a form of indoctrination so you need to sort of push that aside and say, hold on a minute, and question things as well. So come from a logical mind, you know. Like a loving God uh, would not be condemning, condemning, condemning someone, <laughs> you know, and saying that you know the wrath of God and all the other words that come with that. That doesn't sound right. So, you know, what would that look like if I tapped into a higher version, a, a better version of myself, and also, and what if, what if that was possible? So these are important sentences here that helps you get into a better uh, frame of reference in order for that to, to happen. And always to remember that, you know, our our brain isn't our master. Our heart's the master, our brain is our friend. 
So you hear that in yoga and, you know, there's a lot to do with breath work as well. You know, people do rebirthing, all sorts of things. But that's one way to really energise your body and to rid yourself of, uh, of fear and uh, it can bring fear up but you'll breathe through it and you'll get through, you'll dissolve it. Mm. So um, energy is energy. So, you know, when I say I put myself in a golden bubble with mirrors around me, then I'm creating that myself. I'm not calling in some sort of entity to do that on my behalf. So it's important that people, when they want to be their own warrior woman or warrior man, then they have to create that themselves so that they're not looking for any external influences to assist with that. Yeah, that was my so. next question. Like, how do you protect yourself? Because you yeah. have constant readings with people from all around the world and also, yeah. uh, you know, like where you have the face-to-face as well. How do you protect yourself and, and clear energies and clear everything? I use a bell. This bell's got seven different metals in it. And um, it sounds really nice. I also have another one that I use. It's um, a crystal um, bowl to, to clear the, the frequency. Um, and I use a diffuser, which I put. I love rose geranium. It's probably my, my favourite. Um, so that helps to clear the space. And if I'm feeling that I'm a little bit tired or whatever, I could just go and lie in the grass and I ask it all to just get dissolved into the grass. And I know that Mother Earth will will deal with that, which is just incredible. So it's about it's also about have a lot of fun. Mm, you know? like mm. people that come they, they say these things and it just makes me laugh so much. I share that information with them and people so many hearty belly laughs that come from the room, you know, with the people that I I, I talk to and um you know, so if if they have a message that they want you to pass across to someone, they will do it. They will find a way to do it. There's no doubt. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I find that as well. Like some people can be a little bit too serious. Like oh, it has to be totally dark. I have to put some lights on, and you know oh, that kind of okay. stuff. Like yeah, yeah. Because the yeah, yeah, like well, yeah, my experience has been that, and oh, I actually asked them to be funny. And they have a little bit hard time doing that sometimes, you know, when you talk with, you know, like the, your guys and they're trying <laughs> to convert, you know, how they speak because they yeah. do have another language. And then they're trying to be a little bit funny for you. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, I, I did hear um, once uh, David Icke say uh, a, a message towards the end of his speech. And I, uh, I felt it was so powerful, the part of it. So I talked to Zotan about this. And then Zotan and I came up with a, like a prayer. Mm. Um, I am consciousness. I am all that is, was, and ever will be. It's my intention to connect fully to the divine source within me. Um, and, was, and be the mighty being that I am, so be it. So that in itself is extremely powerful because... Your word is your wand, and to actually say that and create hold the space for that with everyone else saying at the same time, that that's a, a force field and it's and its own. Yeah, I can feel so, it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mind if I put that one on the Not website? Yeah, Absolutely. Like yeah. Sure. So uh, for everyone listening to this, if you want to have yeah. connect with Heather, she's got a website as well. What is the website? Uh, oh, um, Heather Patterson. Heather Patterson with one T. Yeah. Dot com, dot yeah. yeah, I'll put that uh, on, on the website as well, as well as the show notes on this podcast. Um, because you do reading around the world, like, yeah, for, like on Skype. Yep. And, yeah, absolutely. I, I just have to try and figure out if it's 18 hours behind Australia, yeah. 15 hours, yeah. <laughs> 9 hours, yeah. 3 hours, whatever. So and that's all good. Ask you guys, like, hey, help. <laughs> yeah, they've really. got apps for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's can, good. Yeah. <laughs> So, I want to talk about crafts, uh, space crafts. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tell me, I want to, because they're sometimes like, oh, you know, you know, I went down to Noosa Main Beach and yeah, I saw some, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so many there. You don't have to look far at all, just lift your head up. And um, my my husband's, um, he's quite, um, I suppose he's a Virgo, so he's he's very much cut and dry in his thinking. And, and I actually looked up 
and I actually said telepathically, okay then, um, if you are a craft, show me that you move. And it, the actual craft moved. And it stopped when I stopped <laughs> thinking that. So I actually said to him, I said, look, look at this. And I pointed up. I said, it's moving. And he said, oh, he said, yeah, yeah, but it must be a satellite. I said, really? Okay, so he got the app out and he was looking up the satellites and mm-hmm. he went, oh, oh, no, it's not. He said, I said, no, I know it's not. <laughs> so w- I remember once at home when um, I got this really uh, loud sound in my ear. It was like a, it sounded like, what did it sound like? It's a sort of a kind of noise. It was really loud in my right ear. I thought, oh, what the hell is that? <laughs> and I looked out the window and I saw this, it was shaped like a rocket, but rather than it being vertical, it was horizontal, and it went straight over the top of the house. All the grass, everything lit up like a Christmas tree. And I was like, oh my. So I lay down and on the bed, and because we have a salt lamp, I put something over my eyes, because it, it's, apparently it's better to sleep if you don't see so much light in the room. And then the whole room lit up like a Christmas tree. Wow. And actually I could see um, a female at the bottom of the bed and she had hair that looked like tinsel, green tinsel and a Cleopatra sort of haircut, shoulder length, laughing. She looked, she certainly was female and she wasn't that tall. She was standing at the bottom of the bed and I tried to move my body and take away what it was I had over my eyes and I got zapped and the only thing that I could move was the tips of my fingers and then when they saw that they zapped me again and I don't know what happened after that that was that particular episode why do you think that happens because I've heard a lot of those stories and also you get marks and scoop yeah, marks scoop and that kind of stuff why, yeah. what, do, what does your intuition say well the funny thing after that um, we had somebody there's a gardener came the next day and I told him I bet and he goes oh my goodness he said when I went was using the lawnmower just past your bedroom I got goosebumps everywhere he said with the energy he says I feel it so, but the next day I have a book where I write down, uh, I, they see I scribe, uh, information. And it was at the back of the wardrobe, like really at the back. And I was putting my clothes on and it just about hit me in the head. So they pulled it off the back and smacked it, landed on the ground. So that was probably a message for me to go and write. So I was given a talk. So I sat down and then they downloaded all this information. But... I suppose that there's reasons for, I'm sure that they're uh, very much uh, monitoring me <laughs> and my frequency so they would be creating a they said that they actually asked about that they said why we did that was because uh, we gave you an upgrade was a better version of self oh, okay. that was necessary mm. so at that particular time so that and then also the message that I had to uh, give to this group. So not so. not everything has to be bad. <laughs> it's, no, uh, I mean, uh, and there's ways around it, you know, that we have, uh, uh, you know, if you're interested in palmistry and stuff like that, I'm more interested in all these sort of things, but your f- s- pinky finger, little finger, if you actually cut that, there's an artery in it that goes all the way to your heart. So... Any other finger, you can get a bit of control over it. But the artery, like when you hit an artery, then you really need to press really, really hard to try and stop that because, you know, you hmm. you don't have long to live then. <laughs> so when um, if there is some entity that's presenting itself, um, I always ask, I command that entity to show its true self. And I will make a fist and I'll point my pinky finger, which is straight from my heart, to show, it has to show itself. And then if there are times when that's happened where it will dissolve into um, just like a pile of rubble sometimes or else it it will be who it's saying it is. So um, that's maybe a little something that people can maybe use 
uh, if they've got that feeling of uncertainty that doesn't feel quite right, that you can command, you have to command it. Command it. It has to show its true self. So if you point to it and you, you make a fist and point your, your pinky finger, then it will have to, to um, do what's asked of it. So um, it, it's it's funny because it's something that I do anyway, so it's, it's quite funny kind of talking about it. But <laughs> um, Oh, you always do that? Well, I do. Yeah, if, I'm, if there's a, a certain I'm not 100% or feeling like there's something not quite right, then I'll do that. I'll ask it, I command it to uh, show itself. Yeah, because there's so, some of them, they're like, oh, you're so special, oh, like flattering yeah, and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's what I experienced when I was 18, mm. uh, when I opened up to everything. And yeah, that's yeah. what I asked the other question before, how do you ground yeah. yourself? Because I wish yeah. I had known that. And that's why I'm doing this show now, too, because if I had known all of what I know now, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be here anyway. Like, you know, like... Oh, you know, like it's, but yeah. so I'm, I'm grateful I'm here now and relearning things. Yeah. Uh, because that is so important because it's your life, it's your truth, it's your path. Yes. No one, no yeah. one else's. And um, also, something that I have experienced a lot when I've been, you know, connecting with Source and connecting with some some uh, oh, beings, galactic beings, or whatever you call them. Um, is that they are extremely grateful when you connect with them right. because they actually met a lady today and I saw some of her her, oh, her yeah. guides and they yeah, yeah. they said to her, we are so proud of you, but also they said that we are, are you, we are your equal, not less, not yes, more. And, and that is a, a misconception I have found through this my my path and and connecting with other people that they think that the beings that we meet and 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 connect with or our higher self or whatever you want to call them they are as grateful to to connect with us they are almost like jumping up and down they're like oh you know do that oh family (laughs) and do you feel that as well yeah i feel that they are very very respectful Mm. when they come and they like they were saying, uh, we do not want to disturb your slumber. We and then you know it's so a good this. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm. So I'm um, kind of I'm trying to think of the ones that I've connected with. That uh, If you're coming from the right heart space, then the anything that's malevolent won't exist because you're in that frequency, so they can't sort of reach it. You see what I mean? And when you put mirrors around you, you're reflecting it away from you, anything that's untowards. So you're clearing your space, clearing your different fields of energy. You're putting this golden bubble around, which is great protection, and then you're putting mirrors all around that. So you're asking that any anything that's, you could say any negative energy be reflected away from me and transmuted into love because you have to do something with the energy. You can't just leave it there. Mm. Uh, that's how I see it anyway. Mm. Oh, that's so. uh, very interesting. So, yeah, we, we it's uh, almost at the end of the hour. And we're oh, going to wow. wrap. I know, it goes so My fast. Goodness. Like, you know, oh, it, wow. it's, it feels like you're just sitting here having some coffee and a chat, <laughs> and that's how life should be. Lovely. Uh, before mm-hmm. uh, we wrap it up, uh, is there anything uh you would like to mention i was just going to ask you actually uh, do you have any recommendation except from your website go there and have a look heather patterson patterson.com yeah Yeah, with one t p-a-t-e-r yeah yeah um any other books or or book or or video or anything uh that would help in this ascension process Sure. I, I really like Mary Rodwell and I love that book called Awakening. Mm-hmm. First book that yep. she did. I thought that was very, very good. And what else book is a good to, to read? Anything that makes you feel good, really. You know, I did like um, Conversations with God. I thought that was an interesting concept, really. And, you know, we, we are God. That's it. And there's so many misconceptions of that word. So I prefer to use the, what the North American Indians use is the, the, the great spirit. 
because there is a, a God and, and there's just we live in this amazing planet and it's incredible. So when you come from a place of reverence for life, for all life, and a place of gratitude and seeing that you're part of that, that there's no separation, then you will ultimately being around people and people from different galactic parts of the universe like um, that are all in the same frequency uh, so there's oh, there's nothing to fear really it's it's about and making choices based on what you feel is right and becoming the warrior uh, with this standing your ground a peaceful warrior and really um, being as as Gandhi would say, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. That's really what that's about, isn't it? Thank you. I think that was a <laughs> good ending of that. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. That's so lovely. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode and thank you, Heather, for sharing a part of your world. Uh, if you want to check her out, you can go to her website, as mentioned, uh, heatherpatterson.com.au and that's Patterson with one T. I also will have all the what's been talked about today and all the links that's mentioned on my website which is ascensiontalk.com and also on the show note page on the podcast app and while you there please rate and review me because the more reviews i get uh, the more people i can reach until next time please take care of yourself and ground yourself and catch you soon bye